Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello everyone, Dusty here. Welcome back to episode 115 of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, the show where I interview in hopes of bringing out the best of YouTube creators and help you bring value to you, the creator, uh, in ways and strategies and techniques that you can use and utilize to grow your YouTube channel, take your online video presence to the next level. What a week it has been, a lot going on with me personally, professionally, so much happening, we'll get to that shortly, but I do want to remind you that this show, as always, is brought to you by the fine folks over at TubeBuddy. It is the browser plugin that just keeps on going, keeps on updating, keeps on doing more and more things. They've just recently, this week, the past week, uh, released a tool that allows you to scan all of your previous videos, see which ones have been demonetized and why, and allow you to bulk submit the form that allows you to actually uh, see if you can get that reversed and allows you to monetize your content. So again, that's just one new feature, but I'm telling you guys, TubeBuddy is definitely that tool that I rely on for all of my YouTube backend, for all of my YouTube behind the scenes stuff. Definitely go check them out. This show is also brought to you guys by you guys, the patrons. Uh, go support me over on Patreon. Uh, we've got a lot of new patrons this week. Uh, Monique Borsis, Ben DeCastro, Houston Williams, Doug Griggs, and Kaylee Scruggs. If you support on Patreon, you get access to the creator discord channel which is where we always all throughout the day not necessarily myself but all of the creators on there will actually be discussing youtube online video stuff thumbnails you know su suggestions things like that if you're interested in being a part of a community uh, where you can just go and talk YouTube all throughout the day. Support me over on Patreon for as little as a dollar, five dollars. Again, less than literally a you know a happy meal or a, 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 a cup of coffee, you can get access to this private Discord. So definitely do that if you're interested. Also, guys, want to let you guys know that uh, if you would go over to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, wherever you uh, listen to the podcast, hit that subscribe button. That way, every time we release a new episode, you will be notified. Leave us a review if you want to. It definitely helps the show out, and we really would appreciate that. All right, so uh, this week, my grandfather had a mild stroke or heart attack. Uh, it's a stroke, but again, I'm, I'm not, I don't play a doctor on TV. But anyways, to make a long story short, he is in the hospital. He is not doing very well. He is 93 years old. Um, and uh, great guy, uh, World, War, World War II veteran, uh, just such an interesting guy. Love him to death. Uh, but to make a long story short, kind of like I said there, um, because of that, my family's having to shuffle around, do some things, and uh, it's put a lot of stress on my parents, my mother, my father, obviously, and myself trying to help out where I can. Uh, and so because of that, uh, I've got about three interviews recorded uh, and I don't like missing a week of the show. And so I, I thought about it and I really decided what I wanted to do. So what I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to stitch together some talks of mine, some recordings of mine from uh, whether I was interviewed on another show or my TubeBuddy Express podcast. I'm going to stitch together two or three of those full shows and I'm going to put them here that I think can help bring you guys value this week. Um, and so the ones that I'm going to be stitching together is going to be uh, an episode or a talk that I did about five free tools that can take your YouTube channel to the next level. 
Uh, and then another one that I really, really liked uh, was one that I did about creating tentpole content to build your channel. That one is a good one. Even if you fast forward to that one, that'll be the second one. And then the final one that I will end with will be one that I did talking about end cards and how to increase watch time and grow your channel by utilizing end cards. Now, I know this is not what you guys prefer. I know you guys like the interviews, and if that's fine, stick around. They'll be back next week. Uh, I love interviewing creators, but you know what? Things happen. And you know what? We are going to move on, and I'm going to release an episode that I think will be valuable to you guys as creators. So if you want to know some tools that can help you grow your channel, stick around. If you want to know about tent pole content and how that can help you grow a small YouTube channel, if you want to know about end cards, this is the show for you. So guys, without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the content. Got a really cool uh, topic to uh, talk about today. I have five tools. I have five free tools that will help you as a YouTube creator. And so I begin to think a lot of these episodes that I do, uh, I always talk about different tools and different things like that, but a lot of times they're rather expensive and things like that. But today I have scoured the internet, I've scoured my workflow, other creators that I've interviewed on my other show, and I've, I'm gonna bring to you the, the four or five tools that you can use for absolutely free. A lot of times people and creators come to me and they say, Dusty, I don't have enough money to subscribe to Photoshop or Creative Cloud, or I don't have enough money to buy Final Cut Pro. But I can tell you what you do have enough money for, free. F-R-E-E. -E. And that is what I'm here to talk about today. So let's go ahead and kick it off. First thing I want to talk about is GIMP and Snapseed. So GIMP and Snapseed are both photo editors. GIMP you can use on mobile or desktop, doesn't matter, Windows or Mac, and Snapseed is a mobile application. I was talking to a creator this past week on my other show. He does amazing thumbnails. Like literally, they are top notch. If I were to rank his among the whole crew on YouTube, his would be at the top of the list. And he did it all on his mobile device using Snapseed. Both of these are absolutely free. So GIMP, G-I-M-P, and Snapseed, S-N-A-P-S-E-E-D, such great tools to help you take your visual branding to the next level. There's no need to go and purchase the Creative Cloud or get Photoshop or get Pixelmator Pro when you can use free tools like GIMP and Snapseed. Now, I do want to say this and caution you guys from this. I'm not saying that you don't need to pay for anything. I'm not saying that you're going to be able to get by just on these free tools. But these tools will help you decrease your cost take your budget down, and allow you to spend money on things that, that might be a little more important, like a really nice microphone or a decent camera, something of that nature. Or you may even need a computer or a PC, a Mac to edit on, and that'll help you afford that as well. Next, now this one may seem obvious, but it's not to most people. If you're looking to write scripts, which I don't necessarily say that I recommend you, you write scripts for every one of your videos, but if you do, if you like to script it out, at least put an outline for your video, which I do recommend that, I use Google Docs. So the whole Google suite of applications, whether it be Google Docs for script writing, whether it be Google Sheets for taxes, we're in the middle of tax season right now. As an entrepreneur, as a YouTuber, I have to write, I'm trying to write off as much as I possibly can. And so I'm using the Google suite of apps like Google Sheets to allow me to do that. And so check out Google Docs, Google Sheets, all of that within their kind of free suite of software. Uh, I love using Google Docs to script out my videos. Next is for audio editing. There is a tool, an application called Audacity. You can download Audacity for Windows, Mac, or Linux. 
it is a free piece of software that will allow you to record audio, edit audio, and now it's not as robust as say Adobe Audition or Logic or something else that you may have edited your audio in before, but Audacity has that thing that those tools don't have. It's got a free price tag on it. So if you go Google Audacity, A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y, I have actually done a whole month where I wanted to test it. I, I normally use Adobe Audition, obviously, which is what I'm recording this podcast on right now, but I did a whole month of testing where basically all I did was record all of my audio in Audacity. And honestly, yeah, there's a few tools that I missed here and there, but for free, I was able to do it completely fine and no one even could tell the difference. So definitely check out Audacity. And then the last one I want to talk about, one that I've been using much more frequently here lately, is Canva, C-A-N-V-A. And on my notes here, I put use for channel branding slash thumbnails. So not only can you design thumbnails from their templates that they have available for you for absolutely free, you can also use Canva to design your channel artwork or your channel banner. So the thing that everyone sees up there, they have templates for that too. And so I just recently did a tutorial on that over on my YouTube channel if you're interested to seeing kind of what it looks like visually. But Canva is C-A-N-V-A. Literally, this company has gone from this small company where, you know, when I first discovered them years ago, five, six, seven, eight years ago, where all they did was just image editing, very, very basic image editing, to now they literally have monetized it to where, you know, if you want to purchase their premium templates, you can, but in all honesty, you don't have to because the templates for the free thumbnails and for the free channel artwork over on Canva are just as good. And this company is continuing to innovate and continuing to come out with more and more templates. Are you wanting to up your social media game with your Facebook or Instagram or something like that? They have templates for all of that as well. All you do is click on the template, you drag and drop, you edit. It couldn't be simpler. If you have no photo editing experience, it doesn't matter because the templates basically will guide you to get you to a point to where your visual branding looks on point, even if you're not experienced. So if you don't have the money now to hire a graphic designer or to go and get Photoshop with the Creative Cloud Suite, whatever your reasoning may be, Canva allows you to do that. So definitely go check that out, Canva, C-A-N-V-A. And then lastly, again, I don't really know how important this one is. I'm not going to say that I recommend this over other website editors, but I will say this. If you don't have a website or if you don't have a, a common place for people to come to from your YouTube channel, you need to start working on that. And a lot of people say, well, I'm not very experienced in web design or anything like that. That's fine. But I do want to tell you for absolutely free of charge, all you've got to do is purchase your domain name and obviously hosting for the year. Uh, but you can get some discounts on that here and there. You can check the show notes to, to see kind of what I use. But basically, I always recommend WordPress. So WordPress is absolutely free. It is a very easy to use backend way to design a website. Now, again, you'll have to have a theme and all of that to go with it, but you can do all of that from within the WordPress backend. So let me just go ahead and recap. I basically covered it all here. So photo editing, you have GIMP, Snapseed, Google Docs and Google Sheets for script writing and taxes, Audacity for audio editing, Canva for visual branding, and WordPress for web design. So definitely at least check out one or two of these if you're trying to do this thing on a budget, which most of us are. Today, we are going to be talking all about tent 
pole content. So uh, you may be wondering, what are you talking about, Dusty? Tent pole content. So uh, first, we need to understand what a tent pole is. So in the realm of content creation, whether you're a blogger or a YouTuber or a podcaster, any form of content creation, you need to create something that I call and multiple people call tent pole content content. It's that big, long-form content. It's the content you're going to be directing people towards literally for years to come. So on YouTube, that may be your YouTube channel trailer, or it may be a couple of videos that you put up on a playlist at the top of your homepage when someone comes to your channel, letting people know what you're all about. Now, when it comes to creating tentpole content, there's a couple of benefits of doing it. I'm going to be covering those today, but again, you need to understand that a tent pole is something that keeps everything grounded. It keeps the tent from blowing away. And so what you're going to want is the tent pole conversation is going to be the meat and potatoes. It's going to be the main thing that helps you grow your channel. It's going to be that piece of content when a sponsor messages you about a prospective sponsorship. You say, hey, go watch this playlist. And that's full of all of your tent pole, basically all of your tent pole content. Now, if you're a blogger, it's very important that you have these tent pole pieces at the homepage, at the front of your blog. If you're a podcaster, these are the episodes that you have on quick release to where when someone asks you, what do you do? What show do you host? What show do you create? You send them links to these episodes. We all have them. And if you're a creator, I want to encourage you to learn to create tent pole content. Now, if you're a video game channel, what could this be for you? This may be a playthrough or a video compilation of some of your best clips. If you are a vlogger, it may be some of your most emotional moments. It may be some of your biggest times that you've ever captured on film. So you need to think about what a tent pole is. It's something that keeps something else grounded. That's something else being the tent. And so you've got to think about this when it comes to your YouTube channel, the tent pole content, the big content, the stuff that we want to be long form, uh, you know, and, and normally tent pole content is much longer than say the normal uploads that you would upload on a daily basis. And so I've got to thinking as I did research for this, I got to thinking about what we need to do as creators to understand uh, what tent pole converse, not conversation, what tent pole content can be for us. So let me dive into that just for a couple of minutes. And so what I want you to think of is this, when someone lands on your channel, they go and they watch a video of yours and they click on your channel link. They click on the Dusty Pointer name, they go to my channel. What do I want them to see? And so for me, what I've decided for, for it to be is that I have a playlist on my YouTube channel that is called How to Grow on YouTube. Okay, and then the next playlist below that is how to live stream from start to finish. And so you may be thinking to yourself, what do you mean? How was this tent pole stuff? Well, it's very simple. The Grow Your YouTube Channel stuff has all of my big tutorials, all of my training videos that will get someone up and running who has never had or done anything on YouTube before. And then the live streaming from start to finish playlist is has all of my tent pole videos to get someone who knows nothing about live streaming from A to Z. So what I've done is I put my big stuff, my, my more flashy stuff. Why do you think retail stores put their most popular items right when you walk in the door? These are tent pole items. These are the items that capture the attention. These are the things that will draw your audience in and keep them there. Sure, anybody can get people to come to their channel, but what sets you apart from the rest is can you get them to subscribe? 
See, that's the thing. Not necessarily subscribe. That's really a, a poor way of putting it. Can you get them to become one of your community members? Can you have them become part of what you're trying to accomplish on your channel? And I believe, I'm thoroughly convinced, that tentpole content will be that. And so for your channel, you need to jot down some videos that you need to do that will eventually be your tentpole content. Whether it's your channel trailer, whether it's your first couple of playlists on your channel, that tentpole content will help you, will help you move your channel forward and really, really be the content that lasts for a long time. I speak a lot about evergreen content. It's kind of, it goes uh, synonymously with tentpole content. And so when you create content that's going to be working for you, I was just uh, guesting on a podcast, the VidPal podcast, just recently, and uh, Nick Nimmin asked me, he said, Dusty, what are some tips you would give? Well, one of those tips was create content that'll be working for you forever. Create content that'll be working for you when you're asleep, when you're on the beach, when you're on a family vacation. You see, this tentpole content will be working for you. My YouTube tutorials, my YouTube training that's in the Grow Your YouTube channel content on my channel is going to be that content that people can go back to year after year after year. You see, that's why you want tentpole content. It lasts for a long time. It's evergreen. It's beautiful. Today, we're going to be talking about the end of your videos. I know, I know, it seems like very vague, right? But just bear with me. When I'm talking about the end of your videos, I'm talking about whether or not you should use end cards, and if you do, what should be included in those end cards. So if you don't know, and you've been living under a rock somewhere as a creator, you can now um, design end cards within the YouTube platform. Now, not actually designed like the look and the feel, but basically for the last 20 seconds of a video, you can, you know, it's, it's evolved over time. You know, if you're a creator, you know how this looks. You know, you can put your face, your subscribe button there. They can click and subscribe right there. Not only on desktop now, but also mobile, which is a big deal. You can also link to different videos or playlists from within your channel. And so obviously just from hearing those things, you can tell there's benefit to an end card, but why wouldn't you put an end card on your video? Uh, and that's what people have asked me before. Well, why wouldn't you put an end card on your video? Again, there may be you know certain instances where if you're doing a dramatic ending to a video, you know, and it was kind of serious, you don't want to kind of ask people to subscribe that way. Kind of, it's kind of flamboyant at the end of the video. But for the most part, you know, doing end cards is a good practice to to get into as a creator. And so I'm going to talk today briefly about the things that I include in the majority of my end cards and what I recommend for my clients. And I'm going to give you a story of one client that I've worked with just a couple of weeks ago and the data we found as far as keeping people on their channel and what end cards do to increase watch time and that type of data. Now, for the most part, what I recommend for people to do is to somewhere on the end card, put a subscribe button. So basically, when you go create your end card, it's 20 seconds. Again, I wish the limitation wasn't at 20 seconds. Sometimes I want it to be shorter. Sometimes I want it to be longer, depending on the type of video that I'm doing. But for the most part, I always like to include my subscribe button. So it's basically going to show uh, your channel profile image. For me, it's a picture of my face. Uh, for you, it may be your logo, a picture of yourself, or whoever it may be in your actual YouTube profile image. And then when they hover over that, whether they 
they're on mobile or desktop, they will be able to click subscribe right from within your video. Beautiful. That's a great thing. So you definitely want to include that if you can. Uh, and then the other things that I like to include below um, that subscribe button or link is I like to include, uh, you know, basically some text when I go into Photoshop and I basically design my end card, uh, whatever social media platforms that you are pushing, whether, uh, you know, for me, it's the podcast and Facebook and Twitter. For you, it may be Instagram or Snapchat or Musical.ly or whatever you're trying to push from within uh, or your website URL. Whatever you're trying to push, put, you know, very appealing, very large text on your end screen that looks good. It's got good color scheme in comparison to how you're designing your end card. So put that somewhere below the subscribe button there. And then every single time, and again, I'm going to tell you some data here shortly, I always recommend linking to relevant videos. So if I'm doing a YouTube tutorial video, I will link to my YouTube how-to playlist, and I will also link to a specific, very popular YouTube tutorial. So they're like, oh, they do. They can show me how to do that as well. Or, oh, I like this vlog. Here is yesterday's vlog. Or, you know, here's a link that could be, you know, the, the day after this day that I'm watching's vlog. So you want to link to relevant and pertinent videos or playlists from within that end card. Now, when I was working with a client, I do YouTube consulting, and I was working with a person. I, I'm not going to divulge who it was or what the channel was because that's just not really what you do, uh, professionally speaking. But I was working with this channel, and let's just—I mean, just to be honest with you guys—they have almost half a million subscribers, and they were not doing end cards. And, and this is what really prompted me to do the research for this actual podcast episode here today uh, is that when I realized kind of like a revelation when I saw this data. So basically uh, almost a month ago now to the date we started doing and they upload three times a week. So it's like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday thing. And when they started uploading the end cards and they put the subscribe button on there, really there was no bump really in subscriber numbers. I mean, if you look at the data, there is no correlation there. But what we did see is two different things. And again, I'm, I can't really put one and one together and tell you exactly why this happened, but I, I'm going to try to explain that now. When they did their end cards, they linked to videos and playlists that were relevant to the content that the viewer was watching on that video. And so you can see in your YouTube analytics, the basically the links that people are clicking on. So you can see basically the CTR or click through rate of those actual links. And so what we saw is that their watch time went up 12 to 15%. Now 12 to 15 seems like small numbers, but when you're dealing with millions, hundreds of thousands of views, that's a large bump. That's a, you know, and a large amount of income as well as, you know, concerning ad revenue and a possible affiliate links and things like that. And so what we found is, is that by doing these end cards, it, you know, when people got to the end of the video and these videos are normally four to six minutes in length. So it's not like they're very long videos, but when they got to the end of these videos, they were clicking more times than not on the actual you know, instead of letting it autoplay in the playlist, which obviously they were doing that as well, but they would click on these videos, they'd go to the playlist, they'd go to the, the relevant videos, and they would do this every time. And it would just be like, you know, you want to keep people in your ecosystem. I always preach that here on this show and my other podcasts and on my YouTube channel. And a great way of increasing your watch time, which is a big thing right now in the news and everyone trying to get, you know, the new partner program and uh, everyone trying to reach those milestones. If you want to increase your watch time, uh, one great way to do it is to implement really visually appealing end cards. Now, in closing, 
how would you design one of these if you're not an artist? Now, I'm not an artist, so what do I do? Uh, I have hired people on Upwork before, on Freelancer.com. You can even go cheaper than that and go to Fiverr.com for as little as like five or ten bucks. Uh, people are doing it, and again, in business with your YouTube channel, you need to focus on what you're good at. And that's probably content creation, okay? And if that's the case and you're not an artist like myself, let someone else take those responsibilities off your hands. So again, you can do this very inexpensively. So hopefully you guys got some knowledge from that today. Hopefully you're going to decide to go out and design yourself an end card. I would recommend designing multiple end cards. So for me, like for my YouTube tutorials, I do this end card. For my podcasting tutorials, I do another end card. So again, uh, a lot of times it's, you know, you keeping things relevant, keeping things visually branded, keeping things streamlined, and that's what an end card does. That's it. That's a wrap for this week's episode. I'm coming at you. Normally, I don't do this at the end of an episode, but I felt like uh, the opening kind of left a little bit to be desired. Um, I want you guys to know that I am fully in this thing, and uh, I am fully committed to helping you guys get your message heard to growing your YouTube channel. Um, and whether you want to support me by downloading TubeBuddy, the sponsor of the show, or you want to support me on Patreon, that really doesn't matter. I appreciate the support you have no idea that helps me continue to do this, allows me to support my family, and I hope you decide to do all of that. But the main reason why I'm doing this is to help you grow your YouTube channel. And I've produced, I looked when I was going through and piecing these clips together, I was actually at the hospital as I was doing it, and I, I begin to look, and I've recorded, again, this is an estimation, but I've added it pretty, pretty thought out here. I've recorded upwards of 240 hours of audio content in regards to YouTube. That's including the interviews, the TubeBuddy Express show being uh, you know, featured on other podcasts. Um, I'm going to be on the Social Media Examiner uh, podcast coming up soon with uh, Michael Stelzner, and that's going to be awesome. I was on the show that Nick Nimmin hosts, and uh, coming up next week and the week after is going to be Brian G. Johnson. Uh, we're going to have another interview with Dan from Creator Fundamentals. I've got an amazing uh, young lady who is uh, hosting her YouTube channel and doing a great job. I've already got that interview recorded. Just so you guys know, I'm bought into this. I am so ready for the next six months of the show. Um, I had to do a little house cleaning. As a show grows, as a podcast grows, uh, more things come into play. Uh, I've got sponsors reaching out to me all of the time. Uh, I've got a new sponsor coming in in a couple of weeks, which I'm super stoked to uh, actually tell you guys. Uh, and with more sponsorships, more money for the production of the show uh, comes more time that I'm going to be able to put in the show. And so uh, I really do hope you guys find this valuable. If you do, please let me know. Either email me, dusty at dustyporter.com. It really keeps me motivated. It really helps me and really says, hey, look, I love the show. Even if it's just an email or a, a message through Discord or whatever it is, it really means a lot to me. I've been a little uh, under the weather the past couple of weeks with my sickness, my daughter's sickness, and then my grandfather having this going on. So again, one thing I've always told you guys, if you've listened this far in this week's episode and you know, you're my a diehard listener here, um, I'm going to be transparent with you guys. I'm not going to come here and, and shoot smoke and, and, and blow you guys a whole bunch of fluff. I'm going to be real with you guys. And so that's what this show is about. 
I cannot wait to continue to grow this show, and I can't wait for us to get bigger and better. Thank you guys so much for listening. Talk to you next week. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.